This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The terrific Football Tuesday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, great to be here with you on the BetQL Network. Awesome first two hours of the show and an awesome two hours still to come. We took the losers to task. We held them accountable. A season debut if he's a slap. It was awesome. How about Lockmas Day 2? Santa telling you how to bet. National title in college football. Heisman Trophy in college football. It was awesome. Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports. He was awesome. P-squared, B-squared breakdown of the Browns and Titans. That was awesome. And John Daigle, in a word, magnificent. Breaking down week three in the National Football League. We'll get back to P-squared, B-squared, our breakdown of week three coming up 20 minutes from now. We still got to bring you the games we've already bet for week three in the NFL. And Power Hour Final Hour will feature all our bets for tonight. But joining us right now on the show, one of our absolute favorites here, not only on You Better You Bet, but one of our favorites here on the entire BetQL network. I'm not going to say this person's name. I won't give the Twitter handle. I'm not going to say the shows that he works on just yet because we have to give him his proper introduction because, Jake, when you hear the glass, it's your bookie's ass. Oh, yeah. Glassman316 says, my bookie's out of business. The great PJ Glasser joins us now. That was well-produced. By the way, that was actually really well produced by the crew, Jake, and then with Mike bringing PJ on with that. Like that was everybody did a good job there. That was what a ridiculous show. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Uh, PJ Glasser joins us now. PJ is the host of uh, Send It In, which you watch weekdays at one thirty PM Eastern here on the BeckQL Network, all our social channels, and also host of uh, ITBL. Apparently, is what other kids refer to it as. Inside the betting lines, one to five PM Eastern, a live betting extravaganza for four hours each and every NFL Sunday live from National Harbor in D.C., with our good friend J.P. Flame from uh, from from uh, the Sports Junkies in Washington, D.C. P.J. on Twitter at P.J. Glasser 9. Glassman, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Nick and Ken, how's it going? Good seeing you guys. Yeah, uh, Inside the Betting Lines is awesome. This past Sunday, guys, with that 1 o'clock slate that we had, all those games coming down to the wire, it was a lot of fun. So great seeing you guys and uh, looking forward to – this week's slate, not only in NFL, but college football, this might be the best slate we have all year. Yeah, totally agree. Definitely going to be the best slate we've we've at least had up to this point in the season in college football. Yeah. That may, maybe usually get that like one late conference play, you know, week with the, some of the rivalry games and stuff. That's pretty good too. There's there's a lot of really good games uh, on the docket for Saturday. PJ, we'll go through a bunch of them individually, but a lot of them feature teams that you might want to bet to win the national championship. Ohio State plays Notre Dame. That's like obviously a really high leverage game. Florida State plays Clemson. Florida State's odds have obviously dropped a lot. Texas plays Baylor. Texas's odds have obviously been on the move down uh, as well. We did a, a segment in the first hour of the show where I basically just kind of asked a question, like, do, do you think Georgia's vulnerable this year versus what we've seen the past two teams struggled to put away South Carolina, obviously, on Saturday? What, what do you think? Like, do you want to try to beat Georgia to win the national championship? Do you think Georgia's vulnerable? I do. I do, Ken. And there are certain teams I look at. I think Ohio State last year and Bama the year before have kind of given you the blueprint of what it takes 
to beat Georgia. You need a pro quarterback. You need a Bryce Young. You need a C.J. Stroud. You need two NFL receivers on the outside. Bama had John Mechie, Jamison Williams, Ohio State, and Marvin Harrison Jr. They had Amika Abukum, who are both back this year. I look around the country, and there are a bunch of those teams, right? I mean, Florida State, you have Travis and his receivers. Washington, you have Penix and his receivers. Texas, you have Ewers and his receivers. So I think Georgia is vulnerable this year because a lot of the top teams kind of have the blueprint that you need to beat Georgia. You know, I, I think these other teams that have tried to beat them in the past, like obviously TCU last year, Duggan's not a pro quarterback, and they have Quentin Johnson, but they didn't have a guy to go along with him. Michigan the year before, they didn't have a pro-ready quarterback who was ready to take on Georgia in the playoffs. So that's what I think it's going to take to beat Georgia. They're obviously the standard right now. So I, I absolutely do think they're vulnerable. Ken, personally, I think Washington's the best team in the country as of today. Like at this moment in time, if you would ask me who the best team in college football is, I think it's Washington. Penix, those receivers, wow. McMillan, Adunze, Polk, uh, they are they are fantastic, and uh, I, I think they're the real deal. I think Texas is really good. I think Florida State is really good as well. But what I've seen from Washington, and their schedule is really tough, and they're going to start playing some difficult games. They have some difficult road games. They have to play USC, Oregon State on the road. From what I've seen, though, they are the best team up to this point, in my opinion. Washington 22 to 1 to win the national championship right now at our show sponsor BetMGM and Michael Penix the second choice to win the Heisman Trophy behind the favorite and the reigning Heisman Trophy winner Caleb Williams uh let's do Heisman quickly here PJ and then we'll get to some of the great games coming up this uh this Saturday in college football is is Penix your bet at plus 500 if you think Washington's the best team or you looking somewhere else in the Heisman Trophy market yeah, Nick, I think at this point amongst the favorites, Penix would probably be the guy for me. My preseason play was Dylan Gabriel, who I still don't hate. He's a little farther down the board. Oklahoma's schedule still sets up really nice for him. They can still win the Big 12. They can still make the college football playoff. And if you look at what Oklahoma's kind of been doing at the early parts of the season, like Gabriel and the Sooners are kind of – he's racking up the stats in these games where they're big favorites and – He's really making a nice case for himself. So they haven't played in these high-profile games yet, like Ewers did against Bama or some of these other, you know, Travis against LSU, some of these other teams that have played. But when Oklahoma plays Texas coming up here in a couple weeks, if he plays great in that game and Oklahoma beats Texas, I think you're going to see Dylan Gabriel really start to fly up these boards. So I think he's a kind of under-the-radar look. But as of right now, Penix probably would be my my bet at the top of the board. PJ, like we mentioned, a, a ton of really good games on Saturday. Maybe that'll help kind of clear up the Heisman picture a little bit. Uh, the the noon game and like, you know, I know Fox does like big noon Saturday, all this stuff. Sometimes the noon game still still not great or it's just like a Colorado game or something. Florida yeah. State Clemson is like really, really, really good. Like in it and it's in its own week, it would be by far the best game, but you have Ohio State Notre Dame as well. Florida State who was a dog before the season because we weren't sure they were going to be this good. Now a small road favorite at Clemson. You don't see that very often. Clemson, a home dog with Dabo Swinney as the head coach. So Florida State, about two and a half in the market right now, total in the mid-50s. Any bets for you on Florida State, Clemson, the first of many good games on Saturday? It's, it's, it's a good one, Ken. And you guys know I was high on Clemson to start the year. They obviously lost to Duke to open it. And their season's – it's on the line, like on Saturday, right? If they have any chance of winning the ACC, getting to the playoff, 
any chance of still winning the national title. They have to win this game. I kind of like the under in the game. I think Clemson's defense is going to show up being at home. I like the fact that it's an early start. And Florida State, you know, we talk so much about their offense. They have plenty of NFL guys on defense as well. The under is probably the way that I would lean in that game. If I had to take a side, I would probably take Clemson as well. I told you guys coming into the season, the reason I like Clemson was the fact that their three hardest games were at home. Notre Dame, Florida State, and North Carolina. This is why I was on Clemson. If this game was in Tallahassee, I would like Florida State, but... Clemson usually plays really well in these big games at home in Death Valley. Obviously didn't look good against Duke, but the two kind of cupcake games that they played after that, FAU and Charleston Southern, their offense has looked a little better. Their defense has also played a little better. This is obviously the ultimate test this week, but I uh, I like Clemson. I, I think they can get it done, but I think the under would probably be my favorite play. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a terrific football Tuesday talking college football for the weekend with our good friend PJ Glasser from the BetQL Network. PJ on Twitter at PJ Glasser 9. Peach, what about Ohio State and Notre Dame? Buckeyes a three-point road favor, total 54 and a half. It's another really good one. I, I think this is going to kind of be like a pros versus Joes game. I think a lot of people are going to like Notre Dame because really the one data point we have from these two teams is – North Carolina State played Notre Dame. Ohio State really hasn't played anybody. That NC State game was kind of a weird one. There was a weather delay. It was kind of sloppy early. Notre Dame pulled away late. I would probably take Notre Dame anything over the three. It was three and a half at one point. Now it's down to three. I would kind of lean in that direction. Ohio State's just still got so much talent and Really, over the last like five, six, seven years, they're normally really good on the road in big games. Like to pick off Ohio State, it's normally at the shoe. Believe it or not, Oregon went in there a couple of years ago. Um, uh, Michigan obviously has beat them the last couple of years, but they're um, they beat them last horseshoe as well. So Ohio State's normally really good on the road in these kind of games. And really the one game where most people have seen Ohio State is when they went on the road in Bloomington. Offense looked terrible. That was McCord's first college game against Indiana. And I think that's kind of what people are thinking like Ohio State is. And we're forgetting that like they might have the two best receivers in the country. They have a good running back. And their quarterback's still really good. Ryan Day is an awesome play caller. And I think their defense, you know, could potentially be good in this game. Hartman's been awesome so far for Notre Dame. It, it's a tough game. I would probably go Notre Dame, like I said, with the three. If this dips back under the three to a two and a half, I would probably take Ohio State. You, know, you could you could argue just based on like viewership and interest. We we should have asked you about Colorado first. The ratings came out obviously for their game against Colorado. It's like at two in the morning, like six million people were still watching the game, which is just outrageous for any college football game, much less a game that had like a three touchdown spread where one of the games was Colorado State. Just kind of obviously shows you the interest level in Deion Sanders and what he's doing at Colorado. And now like actually a very interesting game with very high stakes. Like Oregon wants to make the playoff this year, and they think they can do it. Oregon laying 21 at home to coach prime in Colorado. Obviously Oregon's coach Dan Lanning, like you know, before the season started, had some come. What has Colorado ever won? That was weeks ago. Now it's a three touchdown point spread, very high total 70 and a half. What do you want to do here with Oregon and Colorado? This is three 30 Eastern on Saturday. Playing this game is to take the Oregon team total over whenever that drops that that's what you want to take. I don't, I don't know how Colorado stops Oregon 
in this game. We've kind of seen Colorado against a pretty good offense already this season in TCU. They gave up 42 points, and they also had two interceptions in the end zone, so they easily could have given up 50. Colorado State has a pretty decent offense, especially for a group of five team. They struggled for most of the night to stop them. And then Oregon is just, with all the speed that they have, the weapons, Bo Nix is a pro quarterback, and being at home in Austin Stadium, I think that's the play. With the total being so high, 21 is such a big number that I really don't want to get involved in that. But I, I think the team total with Oregon, whenever that drops, that's the way to go. I would take the over on that. PJ, let's go to the Big Ten whiteout game for Penn State. Nittany Lions laying more than a touchdown against Iowa, 14.5. Total is 40.5 is what I might expect in an Iowa game. What about Penn State and Iowa? You know, when this line opened, this was one of the lines that when I was kind of going through the games on Sunday afternoon and I was looking at what the spreads would be, I was a little surprised that Penn State – Penn State was favored by by this many points. Obviously, we know the story with Iowa. Great defense, and the offense struggles to score points. But I think Iowa can hang around, and this is really Drew Aller's first big game. He had his first true road start last week against Illinois, and if it wasn't for five Illinois turnovers, I mean, they they were very much in that game. So this is going to kind of be like a low-scoring, ugly game, kind of like that Penn State-West Virginia game was a little bit. Week one, early on in the season, Iowa's defense is very good. I just think, I think this is too many points. I, I think Iowa can hang around and keep it close. I think Penn State wins the game, but this has like a 24-13, 20-10. So I, uh, I like Iowa, plus 14 and a half, too many points. PJ, we could obviously do UCLA-Utah, which is like the next best game, and we haven't talked about it yet, but we only have like a minute left. So if you have a bet in UCLA-Utah, and that's your answer to this question, like awesome, obviously a really, a really, really interesting game on Saturday. But just any other of your favorite bets here in about a minute to close, anything you've seen so far? Yeah, Utah-UCLA is going to be a really good game. It's going to be interesting to see if Cam Rising plays. I, I don't have anything in it. I would probably lay the four and a half, though, with Utah. The reason Utah has been able to win the Pac-12 the past couple of years is because they really play well against team like teams like UCLA who have these high-powered offenses and these defenses that kind of struggle to match their physicality. Bryce Eccles Stadium is a tough place to play. I like Utah minus four and a half. My favorite bet, guys, for college football would probably be Army, actually, plus 14 against Syracuse. I think it is a fantastic, fantastic spot to fade Syracuse. Their next three games after this week, they have Clemson, North Carolina, and Florida State. Their three biggest games of the year are all on deck. They have to play Army, obviously, with the wishbone coming into Syracuse. So I think it's a great spot to fade the orange uh, this week. I like Army plus 14. Uh, sounds like a great look-ahead spot coming up this weekend. PJ, love having you on the show. We appreciate it. PJ on Twitter at PJGlasser9, the host of Send It In. Uh, big show announcement. We won't spoil it, but a big announcement for Send It In coming up later this week that PJ will talk about on his show, so make sure that you're tuned in for that. 1.30 p.m. Eastern uh, on all social platforms here on the BetQL Network, and then co-hosting along with our friend J.P. Flame inside the betting lines, NFL Sundays, 1 to 5 p.m. Eastern time, live from National Harbor in Washington, D.C. Glassmen, we sincerely appreciate it. Stay well, good luck with the bets, and we'll talk to you soon. Good seeing you guys. Thanks for having me. When you hear the glass... It's your bookie's ass. PJ Glass really like, us on. Really likes Washington. Like, thinks they're the best team in the country. I, right? like I, that I mean, it's like hard to argue. They win every game by about 900. We had them last week against Michigan State. It's like, oh, 16 and a half on the road. That's going to be tough. No, actually, it's going to be quite easy. It's actually going to be really simple. Yeah, well, I, so, I, th- I think I stopped, really checking the score when it, I stopped checking the score when it was like 42 nothing in that game with Washington right? and Michigan yeah, State. I think we got it, folks. We're going to be okay. Uh, 
We'll get back to NFL Week 3 on the other side. How about the Packers and the Saints at Lambeau?